with Remy and Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. Oh, Friday Live. Friday Live. Let's go, Rascal Flats on the National Anthem. Good morning, Casey. Good morning. It's just us. We are meatless, just as you prefer. Meatless Thursday. <laughs> uh, meat is on the bourbon trail. He, he'll be in Louisville for the next, I don't know, how many days. He's with his impending father-in-law. Right. Like, it's coming. So he's got to make a good impression, and I'm sure they're going to have a great time. Meanwhile, we got two days till Jamaica. Packing, planning. Are you all packed? You ready? I, the only thing I can't find is my passport. That's kind of a necessity. So I just went <laughs> on a trip like a month ago, and so I thought I knew exactly where it was, but, you know, I'm going to have to tear some rooms apart tonight. Yeah. It's funny how that happens where you get everything else ready, you're ready to go, but then the main thing... That allows you into the other country. It's the is hardest missing. thing. Yeah. yeah. It's never in a never in the right place at the right time. Uh, today, the Battle of the Beards is back in the seven o'clock hour. Uh, Thomas Rhett talks about how his kids saying some crazy things. Just uh, every day in I my figured, household. I figured you would have some things to say about that. <laughs> yeah. A Nationals game was locked locked down DC yesterday on accident. So they're playing baseball. All of a sudden, D.C. is locked down. We'll talk about that in sports. And, of course, Remy versus Casey. We've got some Cardinals tickets up for grabs, as well as Brad Paisley tickets in the 8 o'clock hour. And we're going to do something we never do and give away some uh, tickets in the 6 o'clock hour mm-hmm. for Brand our no-sleep no nation. Uh, good morning. Welcome. And thank you for listening. It's 92.3 WIL. Remy and Casey. We have Cardinals tickets to give out right now. We've got tickets to go to the show on the 26th, which is next Tuesday, and it's a four-pack of tickets, so you can grab the whole crew, head out to Bush Stadium on a Tuesday night. Yeah, it's not going to be that easy, though. We're going to play a clip of one of the players talking about something that is not baseball-related, so this isn't like a monumental clip or anything. It's not Joe Buck or any of those guys. you got to be the first to tell us who this is, and you'll get the tickets. You have a fashion sense. What is your approach with uh, fashion? I just kind of have an eye for whatever I think looks good or, you know, would complement whatever else I'm wearing. But, uh, you know, I just think it's important to present yourself well. And I just always like to look good and and just represent this organization accordingly. Who's the fashionista of the group? Yeah, there is definitely one of them. That's for sure. 314-954-9230. If you can tell us who that is, be the first one to tell us. You'll get to go to the Cards-Mets game next week. Hello, who is this? Patrick Shamel. Patrick, do you know what player said that? I'm going to take a stab at it just because I follow the Cardinals a lot. I'm going to say Harrison Bader. You got it! Uh, Oddly enough, Harrison Bader is into shopping and fashion and also skeet shooting, sporting clays, which is super weird. Yeah. I know he likes to dress well, and anytime the Cardinals post on Twitter, he's usually the one they're showing. Oh, yeah. You got that right. Well, congratulations. We're going to send you to the game, okay? Awesome. Thanks, guys. Casey, we need to find out where he shoots. Where he skeet shoots? Yeah. And just show up or have what? You, have you ever done that before? It's so much fun. I have, yeah, but I'm, I'm not very good at it. <laughs> you don't have to be good. I mean, we could just have a good conversation with Harrison Bader the entire time. Oh my gosh, time. we just show up. He'd be <laughs> like, what are these two doing here? I, I think it would be a blast. I mean, we might get caught for stalking, but right. a huge show that's going to be happening in Minneapolis, and we want to send you there. 
Eric Church and Morgan Wallen are playing. That I mean, I don't know how that show could get any bigger. I know Ernest is opening, so... It's called the One Hell of a Night Show in Minneapolis on June 11th. And we've got your hotel stay. We've got your airfare and your tickets to get into the show. So we've got it all set up for you to win. Yeah, obviously, you know, Morgan Wallen and Eric Church. But if you haven't heard much about Ernest, songwriter. And also, oddly, he's got a podcast that's kind of made him. It's actually really good. <laughs> it's really good. And it's kind of made him a little more famous than his like actual singing and songwriting. So. 92.3 WIL New Country for the SEL. It's Remy and Casey. Meet is out today, so... Hi, I'm Remy. I'll be doing sports to the best of my ability. You'll do great. <laughs> Casey, you know how at pro sporting events, sometimes they'll have, like, flyovers or... Yeah. You know, maybe they'll have the Army Golden Knights parachute onto the field. Make a scene a little bit. Yeah. Well, that happened yesterday in Washington, D.C. at the Nationals game, and apparently nobody told the government. Oh, so yeah, I guess that would be an issue. Most of Washington, D.C., like you just can't fly over it without authorization or any of that. So the U.S. Capitol was briefly evacuated when that plane was misidentified as a possible threat. I guess the Capitol Police quickly came out and said that there wasn't a threat and that the evacuation was, quote, out of an abundance of caution. Oh, my gosh. But that miscommunication <laughs> makes everybody look so bad. Imagine, like, actually working at the White House or, um, you know, being there for whatever, for whatever reason and then finding out or hearing through the crowds, like, there's flyover planes and they're not supposed to be. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Wouldn't you just panic? Yeah. Well, I think it, it, it's kind of an occupational hazard if you work in D.C., if you work uh, in the Capitol building or any of those buildings around there, that I feel like this probably happens more than you'd want it to Yeah. out of an abundance of caution. But to think that it was just a bunch of guys jumping out of a plane <sighs> to land on the field or the Nationals play. It's funny. It's kind of a funny thing. Uh, there is a new change to baseball coming. And it doesn't really affect fans at all, but it will affect the look of the jerseys. Mm. So in 2023, each MLB team is allowed to have a brand put their logo on a four by four inch patch, which can appear on the sleeve of a player's jersey. This has kind of started to happen. I think in the in the NBA, this is already happening. So it's actually on the on the left or right chest, I think. And it's just a brand logo. So who do we know is going to be the advertiser? Well, it's, it's interesting. The Padres are the first one to actually solidify a deal. And it's with Motorola. So Motorola is going to have a logo on the San Diego Padres jersey. I can't even imagine how much they are getting paid for that. Because I, to, put a, to put an advertisement on our Cardinals jersey? Millions of dollars. Oh. It's extra revenue for each team, which I think after 2020 and 2021 is a good thing. Right. Uh, but... Like Bill DeWitt and all those guys up the uh, the front office have said that they really want this to be not a fly by night sponsor, but something that really represents who the Cardinals are and, and what the Cardinals that, are like, about. Could be a sponsor for a long time. So I'm thinking like AB, right? Oh or, yeah, or that like we're cool with. Purina, sure. Tums. I hope so. Tums. Weird. I would love Tums. You ever drive downtown and just know that it smells like <laughs> orange soda and it's because of the Tums? <laughs> it's our antacid factory right over here. Right. <laughs> so we're hoping that we get a you know a good sponsor on there. But know that like if you ever get a signed jersey or anything, it could have a sponsor on it. Yeah. Like that framed jersey now has a sponsor on it. All right. It's sports. I, I did my best. Remy and Casey. 
It's time for our battle of the beards. I blame Jordan Davis for this because we had talked to him about his beard. Yeah, we did. He got us on that subject. Because he's got a good beard. If it was up to me, I'd say he has the best beard in country radio. Yeah. So we went through all of the beards in country radio for the most part. And we are putting them up against each other in a bracket formation. So we had a round one, matchup one earlier this week. Chris Stapleton versus Brantley Gilbert. Surprisingly, Brantley Gilbert was our big winner. I think Chris Stapleton's is just more, um, what's the word, distinct. Like, you know it's always there and you kind of get what it looks like. But I think Brantley's is more shaped and put together and the people might like that. Yeah. Uh, Chris Stapleton's more of a wizard. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Unkempt, just kind of. Does what it wants kind of beard. But that's why Brantley Gilbert won. And today we are in round two. We've got Garth Brooks versus Thomas Rhett. Both of these guys, not like always full beard people. Definitely like you see them barefaced. They never let it get too long. However, a good matchup. Garth Brooks, it's usually pretty shaped. It's usually got some fill powder in it because I don't (laughs) think it's all that full. But then Thomas Rhett's a little too full, a little out of control, but always still, um, you know, strong. Yeah, I have a feeling that if I were to grow out a full beard, I would be in the Garth Brooks category of... That doesn't look real. I think I would be in the Thomas Wright category. (laughs) So where can people vote today? I know you've got this kind of posted everywhere. This is on TikTok or Instagram or the Facebook page. All you have to do is comment your vote. Do you think Garth Brooks should win or Thomas Rhett? That's it. Follow Uh, us at 92.3WIL. Now that Stapleton's out, I really think this is anybody's ballgame. I know. It could be anybody. Uh, Still up to uh, face off is Zach Brown Band versus... Cody Johnson or Zach Brown versus Cody Johnson and Luke Combs versus Jordan Davis. So go vote on the socials now. Just search out 92.3 WIL. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. So kids, they just say the darndest things. Remember that show? I do. Sorry, that, I guess that's a Bill Cosby show. I was going to say, so. was that Bill Cosby? Never yeah. mind. Ooh, awkward. We'll speed past it. But <laughs> it is true. And I know that you go through this on a daily basis. You're always coming in here with stories about funny things that Emerson and Leo are saying at home. Yeah. Or words that they've discovered that are just way out of their age range. That's from you and Lauren. You guys do I don't know some about that. Uh, Meet and I are looking at dictionary.com every day with you. <laughs> I think it's more of Lauren's influence on everybody. Either way, Thomas <laughs> Rhett, you know that's a crazy household. He's got four little girls now, plus there's him, his wife, Lauren, and I'm sure there's just never a boring day. Sometimes I think, God, did I say that? Where'd you learn that? They're like some kid at school. I mean, and then you wonder where they learned that, and maybe it's from their parents. But I remember Ada James came in the kitchen the other day, and I was cutting a vegetable or something, and she was like, Daddy, you know the consequences of that. And I was like, what? Oh, because I have a knife in my hand and I'm cutting something. And I probably along the way said, you'll get hurt if you X, Y, Z, or you'll get burned if you touch X, Y, Z. And so it's amazing how sometimes they shift from kid to parent so fast. And now all of them are obviously older than Lily. And, you know, Lily can't do anything. And when she's crying, Lennon, who can barely even talk, is like, she's probably hungry, probably hungry. It's just amazing how quick your kids just pick up on what you do and what you say and how you act in certain situations. You know, if I get frustrated in traffic, they'll get home and tell Lauren, they'll just be like, yeah, daddy lost it in the car today. And I'll be like, no, I just was frustrated that we were stuck in traffic, but they related to something else. They really are so funny and they make me laugh so hard every day. That's interesting the way he says, like, it's the way they kind of switch from child role to parent role so quickly. And that's what makes me think, you know, when when people say, 
Two kids is a lot, but once you have three, four, five, they just start raising each other. Uh-huh. That's what that remind me of when little Lennon, who's like two years old, is like, up oh, the baby's hungry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or or when uh, they translate each other. So a lot of yeah. times, a lot of times Emerson will be able to translate what Leo is saying. We'll ask her, what is he, what is he want? What is he saying? And she'll be like, he just wants water, dude. Like, come on, aren't you the parents? So crazy. Uh, they got, so Emerson brought home a published book yesterday where all the kids wrote in it. And Lauren and I were having a blast reading, reading some of this stuff from like her other students. So they, they had to put an I wonder sentence in there. Like, I wonder uh, whatever. And one of the kids put, I wonder how people are made. Another uh, one says, I wonder how Germex is made. Like, <laughs> it's just the most random things. And we had a blast. We might have to do a segment on this book, solely on this book, because yeah. it's hilarious. There's so much good stuff inside. I love that. Well, kids, you never know what they're going to say. And I bet <laughs> Thomas Rhett's house is full of it. I'll post more to the socials. Follow us at 92.3 WIL. Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. I mean, I think your goal at the wedding is that the people that attend that wedding never forget it, right? Yeah, it's a great time. They're talking about it for years. Yeah, sure, it's your day, but you want people to have fun while they're there. Most of my best wedding experiences all took place on the dance floor because that's where I vibe. Right. And you can't necessarily make that happen. I don't think that's something that you can ever plan for. It either is or it isn't. It's my biggest fear that someday I'm going to have a wedding and no one dances. Yeah. And I'm going to put like all this pressure on the fact that it's going to be so much fun. And then something happens where it just doesn't turn out that way. You just got to bribe a couple of friends to get out there on the dance floor first. That's what I, I'll pay you. Light it up. Yeah. Well, I don't think this bride exactly knew what she was doing when she secretly drugged the guests at her wedding with the help of the caterer. Hmm. 42-year-old woman in Florida. Florida, yeah. Got married in February at a reception and the dinner was laced with marijuana olive oil. Oh, oh my God. It was in the pasta. We're talking everybody got it. Everybody. Even, uh, even grandma, who told the cops that she had no control over her mind and body and that her mind was playing strange things in her head. Oh, my gosh. And, like, <laughs> like weed, olive oil mixed with probably an open bar. Yeah. It, that it just shouldn't, if you're not expecting it, you shouldn't have that happening. They thought that they were giving the guests a gift by, the, by doing this. <sighs> and can you imagine? I mean, I've, I saw this whole video of professors that called in to 911 saying, hey, can you come pick me up? I'm dead right now. I am actually dead oh because they gosh. they had ingested too much of the THC oil or whatever they were eating edible wise. But yeah, so they're going to be facing felony charges for their wedding. Wow. And the, the, the thing is that they didn't tell them. Yeah. It's one thing to be like, hey, on the left side, regular olive oil. <laughs> on the right side, a bit of a more fun time. Take your pick. Regular brownies, special brownies. That's how we do that now. Uh, but yeah, they're going to be facing felony charges for their honeymoon. Maybe jail. I don't know. We'll see. Mm. Next story. Casey, do you think it be cool to have a newly discovered animal named after you? Mm, depends what it looks like. <laughs> if it was like some little velociraptor, I don't think so. But if it was cute, maybe. Yeah, I don't know if you'd like this too much. There's an entomologist, that's a bug scientist, that discovered a millipede species and named it after Taylor Swift. I'm looking this up right now. It's a species called... Ew! Ninaria swiftae. Or vernacularly, uh, swift twisted claw millipede. That's so rude. 
It's rude? That's so rude. You think it's rude? Uh, of a twisted claw millipede swift day? They determined that swift has a unique species because of the millipede's genetics and, quote, special legs. The twisted, the swift twisted claw millipede is a thank you from the entomologist to Swift because her music has gotten him through some rough times, he said. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. It feels like a feels like a what's it called? Slap in the face? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a wild dog or something would be like more of a an attractive species, if you will. Yeah, something cute. Not a worm-like thing with no. thousands and thousands of legs. Gross. <laughs> That's your unprofessional news. It's powered by Red's Tavern. There's always something going on at Red's. More at 923WIL.com. Now Taylor Swift's next era is going to be like insect insults. <laughs> yeah. We've got our contestants for Remy versus Casey Kim in Rock Hill and Sammy in Arnold. Sammy, you were on the phone first. So who do you think is going to win today? you think it's going to be Remy or Casey? It was like second nature. I know. <laughs> She's in a wind tunnel, girl. Come on, we gotta go. This is the fight of our lives. It's time for Remy versus Casey on New Country 92.3 WIL. It's Remy leading this month. Got the win yesterday. Feeling on top of the world. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Can't be that far on top of the world. I'm not far behind. <laughs> Talking smack. <laughs> uh, today's game, you should probably know this. You both are going to stay in studio for this one. And we've got a special vacation-themed version of this heading to Jamaica over the weekend. So I want to get you guys prepared. All right, Remy, you're going to go first today. Uh, Remy, what does a purple flag at the beach represent? Ah, hell. I don't know a red flag Very means. important if it's... Flag is up. Got to stay safe. Purple flag means sharks. Purple flags. Does it mean sharks? What? Uh, okay. Where'd you go? I'll take it. It's a hazardous or dangerous animal. Yeah, okay. I guess it's or maybe good life. to know to not know because that means you've never seen it before. Yeah, but, that's true. But good to remember. That include jellyfish, you think? No. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> uh, Remy, with the one point start here, Casey, this one is yours. Casey, when it comes to beach safety, what color or what does the red beach flag represent? Beach safety, the red flag means like, I think it means like the wake is too strong or, yeah. I'll take that, yeah. Too strong, hazardous water, or the, be the beach is close, essentially. So, one point apiece, easy ones to start. Now on to the second round here. Remy, in what season do turtles hatch from their eggs? Uh, the hatching season, of course. Um, yep, of course. <laughs> and when would that hatching season be? I think it happens... It happens in the spring. Is it the spring? Mm. No, it's the summer. It's actually June to September. Everybody knows that, man. Ah, dang it. Come on, Remy. They're so cute, though. They are cute. Casey, you can take the lead with this. Jellyfish are made up of 95% what? Um, water or electricity. Jellyfish are made up of 95% water. I like electricity better. I was yeah. really hoping it was electricity. <laughs> hey, they're little Pikachus. Uh... Final round right now. We're going to go to some definitions here. Remy, define starboard, like on a boat. Uh, what is starboard? I'm on a boat. I, I, I looked this up one time and I remember thinking starboard is the right side of the ship or the front of the ship. We'll say, okay, well, I'll give you, we'll, we'll say you're on the ship, like looking towards the, the front of the ship. Yes. What, what does starboard mean from there? Starboard side is the right side of the boat. Yes. 
course it is. Nice job. Oh. Two for Remy. He ties it up here. If Casey gets this one right, it's game over. If she loses, we're going to overtime. If she gets it wrong, I mean, we're going to overtime. Casey. Yes. What is a jetty? In what? A jetty. In terms of what? Like in the ocean. J-E-T-T-Y. A jetty. That's like an it's a acronym? Thing. What is it? Uh, a jetty. Obviously, the engine on a boat. <laughs> That. The jets. Fast boat. It's a, it's a jet. Is it like a, it's like a rock structure that sticks out into the water or something? Yeah, oh. it's like a pier. It's like a rock pier and it can be used to like fish, to get in and out of oh, boats yeah. or like to protect a certain, you know, the coast or whatever. Whoa, I've never yeah. heard it called that. Wait till I go back to the beach this summer or <laughs> this week. All right. This means sudden death tiebreaker. Sudden death tiebreaker. I want to know how many square miles. Are we writing? Yeah. Closest to the pin will win this one. How many square miles is Jamaica? Square miles? Square miles. What does square mean? I don't know mm-hmm. if I can give you these answers right here. <laughs> <laughs> Remy, what do you got? Uh, I'm way over. I said 550 square miles. 550 square miles. I said 140. You both were way off, but one of you was way closer. Remy. 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 Both undershot at 4,244 square miles. Oh. Okay, well, okay, sweet. I'll take it. That's you know. one of those games. The answers, you would just never know. Sorry, Sammy. Apologies. Casey, big loser today. Oh, but yeah, the square <laughs> whatever of Jamaica. Uh, Kim, Kim is our winner in Rock Hill. Kim, do you want to go to the Cardinals game on the 29th Puffy Vest night, or do you want to go see Brad Paisley? Um, I'll go to the Cardinals game. All right, go cool. to the Cardinals game. Sammy, we got you the Brad Paisley tickets. And uh, we have one more day before we head to Jamaica and learn all about the starboard and the port side and the, and the square stern and the footage, mileage. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Jamaica! None of, none of them will even know those answers. Yeah. Yeah, I just got a text from one of my former interns that said, if you ever need an intern or anyone to go on these trips with you guys, I mean, I can volunteer, just saying. Aww. So, I mean, if we need uh, if we need some crew members on our trip to Jamaica, we have we have people to board our boat. Or you could just win your way there by registering the win at one of our 10-town tour stops. Yeah. Hello. We do have that opportunity available. Our next stop won't be until May 6th at Old Town Donuts in Fenton. We're going to do this Jamaica thing, take a week, and then we're going to get right back out on the road with our 10-town tour. You could win a trip for two to the Sandals Royal Bahamian Spa Resort and Offshore Island with round-trip airfare from American Airlines just for coming out to see us. So make sure to hit up that 923WIL.com. Remy and Casey. Well, my daughter Emerson got in trouble at school for the first time yesterday. Oh, no. And she was an absolute mess, and I probably didn't help the situation at all. Remind me, she's in first grade? First grade, yeah. So apparently what happened, this is what she told us. She was distracted and wasn't paying attention when her and a couple of other kids had to move down on the clipboard because the teacher was trying to get everybody's attention, and they were still talking. And so she was just distraught over this yesterday. And I was asking her about it and she was just kind of laughing it off and laughing it off. And I said something to the extent of, I never thought my daughter would be in trouble at school and she lost her mind. And I probably should not have said that, but (laughs) I didn't think that it was affecting her that much. And so I was, I just, I pushed a little bit. 
And she cried for probably a half an hour. We talked it through. So it's your fault. So she didn't feel guilty. Now she thinks that you're disappointed. I think she thought that because all the other kids got in trouble too, or a couple other kids got in trouble too, that she was good. Mm. And I did the whole, I did the whole, well, if they decided to walk off a bridge, would you do the same thing? And that's when you immediately know that you're your parents all of a sudden. Oh my gosh. (laughs) But like, at least she made it to the end of her first grade year before she ever got in trouble at school. Yeah. And it's super light. Like, it's not even that big of a deal, but. I still remember in fourth grade, um, th- there was this kid in my class who was messing with me and I was a quiet kid, but I had like raised my voice one time and what's up, Miss Gromit? She moved my name down on the like get in trouble sign. Oh yeah. And to this day, like that will wake me up at night because I still feel that like pit in my stomach. Yeah. It's, it's crazy how that affects you when you're so little. Yeah, and especially when you you stood up for yourself, like you you were standing right. up for yourself in that situation. I remember making fun of a kid's purple shoes back in like third or fourth grade, and I. <laughs> That's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. No, it was really mean. It was like bullying stuff, and I remember the PE teacher who was like former military guy came up, got right in my face, scared the crap out of me. <sighs> And I never made fun of shoes ever again after that. So I think it was effective. Well, it's it's good to know that the the school situation didn't freak her out as much as you did. <laughs> you did that. Yeah. You disappointed me, honey. You disappointed me. It's amazing oh. how much of an effect that has. But uh, we talked it out. We're all good. But Lauren, her mother always says, she's so much like you. So I actually expect her to get in trouble for talking a lot more. I bet she will, too. Yeah. She seems kind of like a little chatty girl. Hey, but look. I made a living out of it, so... a good point. Make money from talking. You can do it. Follow your dreams. (laughs) Nobody likes real news. This is the unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. Casey, imagine walking into work one day and our boss sits us down. Hate it already. I do too. He says, new policy. You guys are going to have to lose some weight. <laughs> I'd be like, it's not, no, we're not the ones you should be looking at, all right? <laughs> I don't think, that, I'm pretty sure that's not even possible. Like, you can't do that. No, I would be on my way to Christie's office in our HR department. Huge discrimination. Uh, well, a new controversial policy in Texas is forcing officers to slim down the size of their waist by the end of 2022. Officers, like police officers. Police officers. I, yeah, I'm not mad. If I can beat, if I'm running away and I who I'm not, I'm not a runner, yeah. can beat you without you pulling out any tools to take me down, <laughs> I think we have an issue. I, I think there are, like, they do health checks, I believe. I'm not 100% sure. I've got a bunch of police officer friends, and if you are a police officer, you can chime in. But more than 200 Texas state troopers will need to slim down by December 1st or face disciplinary actions by the Texas Department of Public Safety. Consequences may include temporary removal from enforcement role and no overtime allowance. Here's just, here's the fun part. The policy states that men with waists over 40 inches and women over 35 inches will be required to start that weight loss program. So they're literally going to measure you by your waist size. See, that's the screwy part because I don't care how big or small you are, but show me what you can do. Like, you know those uh, PE, like fitness classes you had to take at the beginning and the end of every year to see how many pull-ups you can do, yeah, how presidential fast. presidential thing, yeah. Yes. if that, I feel like that's where the money is because that, if you're like, it's kind of just how baseball players, they go to practice and they have workouts. Yeah. I feel like for law enforcement, workouts as a team is a good idea. Look at Albert Pujols. You're going to tell him to lose weight? 
Well, maybe someone should. He's, I'm joking. You know, he's Am jacked, I? but but I th- I think that there's just different body types, yes, right? So thank the world's you. the world's strongest man is a huge dude. Thank you. <laughs> so I don't Texas, know how fast they can run, but <laughs> yeah, take notes, Texas. Yeah, text, take some notes. Uh, next story. Yesterday we talked about the uh, police in Pacific removing a rat snake from a woman's car. Seems seems normal that a snake could get into a car. It's outside, right? Yeah. They can just snake their way up into the engine compartment or snake into your car, snake into <laughs> the, the back seat. <laughs> Where I never want to see a snake is when I reach for the mac and cheese at Walmart. <sighs> and there's a python just hanging out behind the, the mac and cheese on the shelf. How does a whole python... Is this in Florida? I don't think so. That's way worse then. But it did happen. Animal control officials in, Indi- is in Indiana said... <sighs> That they were left scratching their heads when a ball python was found chilling on a shelf at a Walmart store. That's way too close to home. If I see a ball python, I'm not as scared because I know it's probably a pet. Ball pythons aren't native okay, to well, Indiana. Like, I don't know what that means. I don't. <laughs> if I'm seeing a snake, it's just a snake. But if it's a python, I know it's a big snake <laughs> sitting behind the Kraft mac and cheese. If I see a snake anywhere else, it's an anaconda. It's going to eat my I'm face off. I'm <laughs> screaming as loud as I can in that Walmart. They said it's unclear how it got there, but uh, good thing they saw it. They're going to, they're trying to find, I mean, I guess they've got cameras all over Walmart. They would probably they, be able to see who put it there. I would hope. Or place it in the store somewhere. So uh, just uh, no. There's a, there's a little rollback on pythons over there at uh, Walmart. Sick joke. <laughs> Sick joke, bro. Got a text from a cop. Oh, nice. What they say? I always get nervous whenever <laughs> the police text us. But yeah. we we talked about how in Texas they're making officers slim down by the end of the year. If you are a dude and you have a waist of over 40 inches or a woman over 35 inches, they're like, okay, we got to slim you down by the end of the year. Got a text message from the 636. Cop here. Absolutely zero issues with this. Departments here don't have restrictions once you're hired. Mm-hmm. Some offer incentives if you take a yearly physical, but that's it. That's what I'm saying. I don't think a physical is going to judge what I need you to judge. Not that I'm going to be running from any cops, but yeah. if you had no tools on you and I'm getting away, th- you know, maybe, you know, <laughs> we could use some of this. I just, I, I in my mind, I always see every year like a James Bond montage of him going through all the physical challenges that he needs to go through to prepare yeah. for the next mission. That's what I think our police officers do. And that's, I guess it couldn't be farther from the truth. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that they get in there, they're like, all right, we're good. We're yeah, chilling no offense, forever. No offense to any police officers out there at all, but uh, it's just, I didn't realize that that wasn't a thing already. Remy and Casey. If you're like Casey and I, you've probably seen Captain Jack Sparrow on TV a lot lately. Yeah. And you're wondering, why is Johnny Depp in court? What's happening? I remember he had some weird things with Amber Heard. There's a lot of Lots confusion. of years ago. Yeah, yeah, a lot of confusion just because this has lasted so long. So essentially what's happening is Amber Heard is suing Johnny Depp for spousal abuse. But then he is countersuing her for defamation because she wrote about said abuse in a magazine. Yeah, yeah. So he's kind of lost his name in all this. But depending on who you talk to, you get a different version of the story. But this is a little bit of audio from from yesterday. About six years ago, Ms. Heard brought these quite heinous and um, disturbing criminal acts against me that uh, that were not based in any species of truth. Imagine going through court for six years. 
Yeah. Like you, you would get just wrinkles. Yeah. Finally, he's getting his chance to speak. And I think the story that's sticking out for most people is the story where he locked himself in the bathroom and she's beating on the door. And then he finally gets a chance to go downstairs. He starts drinking again after he hasn't drank a lot in a long yeah. time. And she ends up throwing the vodka bottle at him, Ugh. misses his face, but he looks down and a part of his fingertip has severed off. Ugh, this <laughs> like, really grosses me out. Like part of me, the whole time I'm just thinking, these two are both at fault here, right? They are. I can't both. imagine what the household is like. I mean, it's they were only married for 15 months, which leads me to believe that things went downhill so quick. I feel like you got to kind of know or have some sort of feel as to who you're marrying and whether or not it's going to be healthy. But then you and I started reminiscing all the way back to the incidents where she allegedly soiled the bed on purpose. <laughs> Allegedly, we have like, like you looked up photo evidence of it. It's out there. I didn't mean to. The maid of their house came back home to uh, a deuce in the bed, if you will. (laughs) But like a purposeful one, which is so strange. So, you know, this couple's, it's so weird. And there's so many different layers to it. But yeah, that those are the main headlines if you've also been confused about it. The nuts and bolts there. Uh, Jack Sparrow on trial. That's all I can think about. He didn't look like Jack Sparrow anymore. He kind of looks like a strip club DJ these days. (laughs) I guess you could say that. (laughs) That's how I feel. They they keep on going back and forth as to who's going to win on this. I don't know if there's a winner that comes out of this. I don't think so either. I think it kind of just destroyed both of them. They've both got uh, a lot of demons, that's for sure. It's Remy and Casey's Salute to Freedom. Powered by RNR Tire Express. $20 $20 down gets you four new tires at rnrmidwest.com. Today we salute Donald Decker of Farmington, part of the U.S. Navy from 1998 to 2018, a retired submarine qualified cryptologic technician. I did not know that was a job. I didn't. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> uh, stationed in Hawaii, Texas, Italy, Georgia, and in the D.C. area, we salute you. Wow, he's just lived all over the world. So Donald is going to get a T-shirt from us as well as a $25 gift card to Buffalo Wild Wings. B-dubs in Missouri are showing appreciation for their community workers by bringing entire organization lunch on Wednesdays. And Donald said he wants to hear some Sam Hunt. It's house party. Battle of the Beards is on. Sam Hunt had a good beard for a while. Does he still have a good beard? I don't know. I can't keep track of him these days. Uh, He's been all over the place with uh, his beard. But uh, today, it is Thomas Rhett versus Garth Brooks, both bearded versions of those guys. Mm -hmm. And it looks like Thomas Rhett is actually taking quite a lot of the vote here on Facebook. Yeah, I think whenever Garth Brooks has a beard, it's nothing to extra. Like, Mm -hmm. it seems like it's there. It's short. It's shaped. Whatever. But Thomas Rhett's one of those guys that, like, he can grow up pretty big. Yeah, he grew that thing out over quarantine, that's for sure. Yeah. If you want to participate in who you think has the better beard today, because yesterday, uh, Chris Stapleton got beat by Brantley Gilbert, so he's moving on. It's anybody's ballgame right now in the Battle of the Beards. You can do that on Facebook, on Instagram, or on TikTok. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. It has officially been 25 years since this song was released. It's your love. Tim McGraw and Faith Hill, It's Your Love. It was the very first duet they ever did. Who knew it was going to lead to a duet album, a duet tour, or I should say like a joint album, a joint tour. You know, if there's one thing I can rely on you on every day, it's to make me feel old. 
You're welcome. <laughs> 25 years? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Wow. And I, when's the last time you've watched this video? Or like you kind of, you know what the video is, right? I'm going to go watch it in a little bit. It's, they are in this... It looks like a castle lobby. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's on the staircase, and she's up in these, like, I don't even know what you would call it. It's like Romeo and Juliet It's like kind Romeo of thing. and Juliet yeah. indoors, and they're dressed in gold, and all of a sudden, she steps out, and you see that she's pregnant, and they're like, it's your, and it's the awful 90s curly <laughs> hair situation. Yeah. I think it's really sweet. She posted a screenshot of the music video and said, like a behind the scenes one where you can see the cast and the crew below them. And she said, I can't believe it's been 25 years since we released It's Your Love. It was our very first duet together and it spent six weeks at number one. And while many more songs have followed, it always holds a special place in my heart because I was pregnant with our first child and I was craving milkshakes. In this behind the scenes photo, you can tell that I'm trying to hide a stain on my dress from a milkshake that I had that day. Uh, Lauren's craving was Big Macs. (laughs) (laughs) Like it was McDonald's for whatever reason. So I was always at McDonald's. You know, also eating myself, of course, uh, but shakes, that's a solid one yeah. for sure. 25 years. And to think that they they just seem to me like one of those classic country couples yeah. that you can always kind of look to for the back then feeling. Mm-hmm. They still gave you that same feeling now. I'll just die if she, you know, pops in for a little quick cameo when he's here next week for concert at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. You are very excited about this one. I He's been number one on my 2C concert bucket list before I die. He's the last person left. I've yep. got everyone else. Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw's the last week. one. So we get back from Jamaica next week and then Tim McGraw's next weekend. It's going to be an awesome show because Alexander Kay, our and local girl, is also performing on it. Russell Dickerson too. And they both have so much energy they put on such a fun show. Yeah. So we're going to be there loving every second for Tim McGraw and Alexandra Kay. Your wife is going to be there loving every <laughs> single second of Russell Dickerson. Her second husband will be there. Your second boyfriend, Tim, is there. <sighs> I know. It's going to be a good time. Tickets are at <laughs> 923wil.com, but you can also watch the music video for It's Your Love on our Facebook page. I'm about to post it up. Follow us there for everything in the country world at 923wil. 923wil, new country for the STL. It is Remy and Casey on the way out today on a Friday light as we inch ever so close to Jamaica. Yeah, it'll get here before we know it when we have to leave on Saturday morning and you get to the airport at 2 a.m. for a 6 a.m. flight. It's an international flight, Casey. You got to be there five hours before it leaves. Whatever. That's crazy. It's funny. You know You know that it's a thing when uh, our, our floor is being renovated right now. So we've got, we've had construction workers in here almost every day for the past month and a half, mm-hmm. two months. So you kind of get to know them after a while. Well, we've got a fan in here that's like, hey, uh, when are you guys going to Jamaica? Is that can be fun. It must be hard to go on vacation during your show. And I was like, actually, that's a little more difficult actually, than you think. Actually, it kind of is <laughs> from 6 to 10. <laughs> yeah. And then the rest of the day at the all-inclusive bar, that's a different story. But uh, today on the show, we uh, continued our beard battle. Today, it's Garth Brooks up against Thomas Rhett. You can vote on Facebook, on Instagram, and on TikTok. And people are loving the TR. They're voting for Thomas Rhett. Oh my gosh, yeah. There's a lot of those votes. He probably has my vote, too, if I had to vote in this one. (laughs) He's got a good beard himself. 
Uh, also today, we talked about my daughter's first time getting in trouble at school. Which is not as bad of a story as I thought, but you're the one that made it worse. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, I've never done this parenting thing before. Every, every, it's like every moment is a new moment. You, you gotta, know what I mean? Yeah, you gotta check out why I say that and listen back on the podcast. Search 92.3 WIL and hear us also talk about the crazy things that Thomas Rhett's daughter have, how daughters have been saying lately, as well as it's the 25th anniversary of Tim and Faith's It's Your Love. Oh my gosh. 25 uh, years. So if that old. doesn't make you feel old. <laughs> check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast wherever you find your podcasts. And uh, we will see you tomorrow on 92.3 WIL. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.